In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Hayden Grove. Hayden, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Paul? Excellent. How is everything at Cleveland.com? Uh, everything is good right now. Uh, actually, here in Cleveland, a beautiful day, probably about 70, 70 degrees and the sun is shining. It looks like spring in Cleveland. So finally, some good weather out here. And if I'm correct, last week it was snowing and now it's baking hot. Yep. It's, that's Cleveland. If you don't like the weather, turn around in five minutes. <laughs> Excellent. And uh, tell us, Hayden, what's your, what's your plans for Thursday, draft day? So draft day, we will be at the, I'll be at the Browns facility uh, talking with Mary Kay Cabot, who you know well, uh, Dan Lobby, um, Doug Maurice, our, our colleagues at Cleveland.com. And I mean, it could be a weird night because if the Browns don't trade back in the first round, we could just kind of be hanging out and not really have much to do. Um, but there's always a possibility with John Dorsey that he gets back in the first round. And I think that that's why all of us are going to be on our heels kind of waiting and seeing what he does, because if anybody's going to wheel and deal back in the first round, it's going to be John Dorsey. Yeah. And do you think there's a possibility? I do. I do think there's a high possibility. I think that there's a reason Duke Johnston, he's been pumping up Duke Duke Johnson's tires a little bit. Um, You've heard what he said. He's a great football player. He's going to be with the Browns. I think those are kind of just GM speak for, hey, this guy's good. He's available. He's going to be in there. So um, I definitely think Duke Johnson could be part of a trade package to get back into the first round. Um, or, uh, again, some sort of a trade package if, if a guy like Frank Clark is still available. I think the Browns are going to be very active in trying to ship Duke Johnson uh, before the end of the weekend. What do you think he's worth to another team? Do you reckon he's worth a straight fifth-round pick? Mm, a straight E? Yeah, I mean, I think he's worth better than a fifth-round pick. I think if if he's just him, I think he's probably worth the sec- late second, early third. But if you add him in with a you know a future first or a, you know a couple thirds or whatever the case may be, I think you could find your way back into the late part of that first round. So, I mean, maybe again, maybe his late second he'd be worth by himself. I mean, he's a young player. He's very talented. He's fast and catch the ball out of the backfield. I feel like he would be perfect for a team like the Patriots or a team that's been there and kind of been um, just a contender that needs that little piece that could kind of push them over the edge. So I think there's a team back in that first round that would be interested. I don't know who exactly it would be yet, but I wouldn't be surprised at all. I think the Eagles. I think that's a good connection. Yeah. There, so, But I don't want to discount Duke at all. I think he's super talented. But it just doesn't mm-hmm. feel like anyone's snapping our – arms off for him at the moment that's probably my concern yeah I mean I don't know if teams are snapping you know or getting ready to I I think that this is more John Dorsey waiting for draft night to be you know in the heat of the moment some of these guys are going to be panicking okay what are we going to do oh there's an offer from John oh Duke Johnson okay you know it's have you you've seen the movie draft day yeah yeah and as bad as it may be I think there are some accuracies there that some of these GMs get all wrapped up in the moment and no, some moves are made and you're just like, oh man, like 
So I, I think that's what John Dorsey's waiting for. He knows he has the leverage. He doesn't have a first-round pick. He doesn't need a first-round pick, but he has Duke Johnson. He has uh, future picks in his back pocket. He has a couple third-rounders, so he's ready to roll. Do you think he's going to come up for Jeremy Simmons, or you think there's someone else? I think Jeffrey Simmons is, yeah. I think that's the guy they would target. I think he really likes him. Um, again, Jeffrey Simmons could fall, though. He has the domestic violence issues. He has the – which are very, very big. you got to make sure that that's set, uh, and he's better in his personal life. And then you have the injury. The injury is huge. Um, so he could fall to 49, and I think that's what John Dorsey is going to be waiting for. If he hears that a team is hot on Jeffrey Simmons' trail at 38 or 32 or 30, I think he's going to be ready to pull the trigger. Yeah. And uh, who do you think the Browns are going to take with their first pick? Uh, I think I think they go either, like I said, either they do make a move and go up and get Jeffrey Simmons or a player like that, or maybe they go get a Devin Bush, a Devin White, uh, one of those linebackers. I think they do go with a linebacker. I don't know. Again, the names are the names are really there's so many there's so many different players you could think of at the linebacker position, but they're going to find a linebacker that they like best, and I think that that's what they go with because I know the Browns are not satisfied with their linebacker situation. Um, I think that they're more they're more set in safety in cornerback than people believe. I think they really like Morgan Burnett, um, and I think that they like the players they've acquired. But linebacker is a position where they really feel like they need to improve, and I think that's why they go linebacker in the in either the first or the second round. Yeah, that's really interesting because yeah, I, I would have said um, I would have thought they'd, they're going to go with cornerback then safety. So it's interesting to get your view on a linebacker. Yeah. What? Yeah, I mean, from what I've from what I've from the people I've talked to uh, and what I've heard, the linebacker position is one that they def- desperately need to upgrade. Um, I don't think they love Joe Schobert. I don't think they love Christian Kirksey. I mean, both those guys are fine, um, but they want speed and athleticism. I, I think Olivier Vernon is going to help, but he's not really. He's kind of a hybrid. So if you can find a middle linebacker that has some speed and some really uh, unique ability, I think that they'd be willing to go get him. All right. So if we take a linebacker with our first pick. Any suggestions where you think we're going to go second pick? I think it's going to be mostly defense. Um, John Dorsey did say that he likes the depth of this wide receiver class, but the Browns have a lot of depth at wide receiver to begin with right now. Um, So I think it's going to stick with the defense. I think cornerback is a good call. I think that they like um, the cornerback position, but you have to think about this too. Uh, John Dorsey did say um, during the press conference before the draft about a week ago or on Thursday uh, that he's going to go best player available. It's going to be not position of need. If there's a if there's a if there's a tight end that he believes is the best player on the board, then he's going to take it. Or if there's a, you know, maybe the quarterback's a little different, but if there's a running back that he feels is the best on the board, he's going to take it. So I think that that's the thing to look for in both the second, first, third, every round is to you know what player they think is the best on the board and uh, where that position is. They don't really care. Just say he takes a linebacker first pick. Can you even see him taking a tight end in that third oh, yeah. round? I could see him taking a tight end, absolutely. If, if they feel that there's a tight end, like uh, one of the, the guy from um, – there's a guy from Cleveland, actually. Uh, I think he went to Kentucky. I mean, somebody that they really find ta- – I mean, Seth DeVal was not a John Dorsey guy. So David Njoku wasn't either. So if they really feel like they can improve the tight end position and grab a player of great caliber, then they'll do it. Here's a tough question. Do you think we're going to draft a kicker this year? No. No, I don't think that's a tough question. I think that's – John Dorsey was actually asked that during his press conference, and he said, I mean, we've drafted kickers in, in Green Bay before we've drafted kickers in um, 
Kansas City, it never really works out. So they're not going to draft a kicker. I think that they'll probably work to, you know, bring as many undrafted guys in as they can or, you know, just free agents that are around, let them kick. Because I think they're pretty solid at the punter position. Britton Colquitt is really dang good. Um, and uh, I think that they're just going to, again, kind of play it by ear with the kicker. Greg Joseph wasn't awful, so at least they have some sort of a backup plan. Yeah, it's uh... – how do you find it? Because you obviously go to these uh, press conferences and Dorsey likes to put these smoke screens up. What, can you see him taking a kicker though, six, seven, just totally contradicting what he says? Yes, I totally could. Yeah, I, I could, I could definitely see because that's how he is. You know, he's the guy that's going to like throw you smoke and throw you, but at the same time, I mean, with the, with the whole OBJ thing, I mean, he said, Hey, Dave Gettleman, call me. I mean, so he kind of throws some stuff out there that I think he's pretty honest. So no, I, I would be, I would give the Browns a 1% chance of drafting a kicker, but I would not be surprised if it happened. Excellent. All right. Perfect. And Hayden, my last question for you is I'm coming out this year quite a lot. Yeah. I want to know what is your favorite to, second to the Browns football favorite Ohio sport? If I'm coming out, what would you recommend for me to watch? Ooh. Well, I mean, there's nothing like a good day at the ballpark. Uh, you know, go to an Indians game, drink some drink some beers, and uh, enjoy the the nice weather. And because you'll be around in September, right? Probably. I'm coming out May. Out oh, May. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you'll be in May. May will be nice. September will be nice. The weather will be great. Um, baseball is a slow-paced game. You can just kind of sit back and relax. Don't have to be so like tense into the game. Just enjoy it. The ballpark's beautiful. It'll be a beautiful time. So that would be the one that I would tell you. Yeah, definitely baseball. Excellent. All right, Hayden, look, I really hope uh, draft night is not boring and there is some twists. I'm telling you, I think there's going to be. I think that they're going to find a way to get back into the first round. And uh, that's just how John Dorsey operates. He doesn't sit on his heels. He goes for it. And um, I think that you're going to definitely see that. I have a question for you, though. Go for it. What is so you the Browns just came out with their schedule? Yes, you know what games you're going to? Yes, and no. Go on. So okay, well, that, was, that was one of the questions. Okay, sorry. Um, so um, I've definitely booked uh, tickets to New York. Okay, and I'm actually going to leave the home games till later to book a sure. plan as the away games I can get. Um, the direct flights at the moment, reasonably cheap. So the games I'm looking at right at the moment are Boston, Denver. Ooh. To fly out. Arizona could be just too expensive today. And I'm yeah. hoping that prices will fluctuate throughout the season. But Arizona's the other one on my, on my list. Cool. And then Steelers away. But yeah. I'll fly into New York and then drive from New York. Okay. That's not too bad. And um, the last ones for Cleveland I'm looking at is home the first game. Okay. So if anyone's listening to this, I may need a ticket for the first game, which there you is go. going to be a sellout. It's going to be crazy. And then potentially coming out for the Bills and the Steelers in one week. So staying out Sunday to the Thursday. Oh, nice. Cool. That's perfect. So and that's, then my that's other my, question. That's my, my other question right now, but okay. it can fluctuate with flight prices and stuff. My other question is, what is your prediction for the season? 10 and 6. It used to be 9 and 7, but with uh, Odell, it's gone 10 and 6. Wow. All right. I'm sorry. I was super positive last year. And uh, 
this year though, I'm a little bit more safe, a bit more sensible. I think a 10-6 would be an improvement and it'd be a good season. All right. Sounds good. What, what's your uh, prediction? 12 and four. Strong. I'm pretty, I'm, I mean, and I, I have always been the guy that's been negative because they, but I mean, you look at the team they have on paper, they should beat a lot of these teams. I mean, the only losses I have are Pittsburgh on the road, New England, Seattle, and LA. LA? Uh, the Rams. Okay. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, yeah. It used to be St. Louis, but um, yeah, I mean, they should beat the, the last four games of the season. They play the Bengals twice. They should win both of those. They should beat the Ravens twice. They should beat the Cardinals. They should beat the Titans. Um, they should beat Pittsburgh at home. Uh, I'm trying to think. They should beat the Bills. They should beat the Dolphins. I mean, it's not as though their schedule is incredibly difficult. So, I mean, 12-4 and four might be the ceiling, but I think the basement is probably, right, like you said, 10-6 and six or 9-7. and seven. I think the way you're doing it, if you write each fixture and put a win and loss – 12 yeah. all makes sense. Yeah. But they'll lose a couple games they shouldn't, and they'll win a couple games they shouldn't, you know. Yeah. I, I really fancy Steelers away as a victory. Yeah. yeah, you do? Okay. That's the one that I have as a loss. It, it, that's kind of a prove me. That's kind of pr- a prove it to me thing, you know. I, I can't pick it, but I could see it happening. You just got to prove it. The Rams for me is the big prover. Oh, yeah? You like that? Yeah. That's going to be a big game. And oh, yeah. Hayden, same question you asked myself. Are you going to go to uh, any uh, away games this year? We just put in the uh, travel proposal. I'm going to be at the home games, but uh, we're looking at New England. We're looking at the Jets. We're looking at Baltimore, and we're looking at Pittsburgh away. Okay, good. So, like, most of your East Coast close ones. Yeah, Denver might be a little tough. Um, San Francisco is going to be tough. It's a Monday Uh, night as well. Phoenix is going to be tough. Yeah, so mostly mostly the East Coast. All right, excellent. All right, Hayden. Well, look, mate, enjoy yourself this Thursday. Thank I you. am pumped for you that you're not sitting in a room waiting for nothing to happen. Yeah, I appreciate it. Let's, let's have some fun. How about it? Yeah, good, good, good. I'll be in Barcelona, and oh. hopefully I'll still be clubbing on Thursday night. Sounds good, man. Fantastic. You take care, man. I look forward to seeing you out in uh, Ohio soon. All right, man. Sounds good, Paul. Thank you. We'll see you soon. Take care.